State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. That, that whole situation is this. That nigga got more time than the cop that killed George Floyd. How much time he got? 22 years or They gave him 22 years? I don't think he got sentenced. Oh, I was about to say. I don't think he got no 22. But that's what they saying is up to. That's what he facing? He facing, yeah. Shit. What, what, what state? California? Yeah. yeah. Then they saying after that he gonna get deported because he from Canada and shit. Oh, 
They used to be mad as fuck if you ain't got your drink by the time this shit come on. Club with they drink on, they, hey, it is big, bro. So much spilt liquor. Don't care. Man, that I'm a hustler, nigga. The problem is the good old days, man. What? Well, able to stay consistent, man, right? through the decade. That's crazy, bro. Fact. Think about when you came in. Like, what up, what up? When you dropped? My first album. Oh, new face. Um, like the end of 03, beginning of 04, 04. That was a single was out in 03, oh, but the album race. came out in 04. You was a young nigga then, right? Like, yeah. like, teenage nigga? Yeah, well, nah. When my first album dropped, I was 21. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's young, nigga. That's young. Yeah. You just getting your feet wet. Yeah, yeah. What you need? You need an ashtray. Oh, appreciate that, yeah, man. Yeah, but I got, I got my first deal when I was 17. Like, when I first signed the Rough Riders, I was 17. Oh, okay, but I ain't man. dropped no okay. album until I was 21 and shit. Okay. Nah, we got to get it out of there, bro. Mm-hmm. Give you game for it, you know what I'm mean? saying? So. Thank you. You want to hear that shit, bro. It's going up tonight. DC. I did this song right here because I just came from jail. It's trying to give me the death penalty of life. Then I beat that case. Then I came home and got in an accident. Uh Had amnesia and all that shit. Lost my memory. Was in a coma. They said I could never rap again and shit. My ba- my brain was too badly damaged. They said I was never gonna be able to rap. Hold on, hold on, wait. This is deep shit. Hold up, hold up. But when what? I went, when I start recording the album and shit, they wanted like a party track, like something like more up tempo, like that could rock in the clubs. But I wasn't in party mode. Right. So that's why I did this joint. It's like still party song. It's still uh-huh. drinking. But you had through the whole joint, I'm talking about like the shit I was going through, the accident, the case, even in the video, I'm riding past myself getting locked up, riding past seeing myself like in an accident, like shit like that, like that's what's on my mind while I'm doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait. I can hear it too, cause I'm home, nigga. Like it's 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 sound like a get party drink, song, man. but it's like a, it's a nigga out song. Man, like, get this a drink, nigga man. Home song, dude. Right. Thanks. This the uh, one flat. But this the Come one. On, Turn that up, J-O-N. This the one, but that nigga got the whole sample, man. Come it's on, the man. first platinum ringtone. Well, I told you I had the church with the ringtone. Well, I bought this motherfucker. Well, I bought that motherfucker. <laughs> well, I did it without you. Yeah. <laughs> I used to tell my teacher, learn, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Ask about me. <laughs> Boy, this shit was so yeah, hard. But the first black ringtone is this one. Did you reinvent the sample sound? Would you want to say in the millennium? In the 2000? Hell yeah. After this, nigga. This is one of the biggest samples, though. This is one of the biggest sample songs. But he also sampled something from that was more current. Like, that's yeah, what niggas do it now a lot. Right. right. This, right. Niggas that song sample was technically shit. still fresh, yeah. though. Yeah. That, that song was still technically fresh. Hell yeah. The JT shit, song. Jay did it, too. Jay did it bring with the out. shit. Tip did it with that bring him out. Yeah, did he, it with he, the bring he, him did out. It, he did it with the bring him out. Yeah. 
Yeah, Swiss gave that the T.I. after Hustler. Yeah. Like, he was in that zone, so. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. They have a Jay-Z sample. What and get the it thing? cleared, too. What? Yeah. That was undeniable, though. Yo, you can see, like, T.I. and all of them, they sampled, like, um, Hov and, like, with Bring Him Out and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, 50 Cent, he had that, um, I run New York. It's yeah. the same yeah. beat. Yo, yo. I get it. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. I get yo. it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That is I get that it. same beat. Mm. Uh. I run New York. It's like the same. So, damn, so did Jay-Z help a lot of motherfuckers? Unintentionally. <laughs> But that's Swiss too, right? That 50 yeah. Swiss or no? No. no? Nah, okay. I don't know. Just going with the influence of that shit, huh? Yeah, it just yeah. was the vibe. But this shit here, when I had that great next tail shirt, the flip <laughs> motherfucker. What? That was my ringtone. Oh, right boy. after this too came out, that's when I got locked up when I was in jail. That's when I heard every day I'm hustling. Yeah. Every yeah. day I'm hustling. Mm -hmm. That shit. Every hard. day I'm every day I'm I'm like, what the fuck? And I was locked up and that shit just started going crazy. It's everyday, that's not you, everyday I'm hustling, is it? That's raw. Yeah. No, I know that's raw. I'm talking about the sample. Nah, it's, it's just, the, I mean, just the hustler vibe was yeah. like so lit that that's why that shit just worked right away. Right. Hell yeah. Uh oh, about that time. About that time. It's about that time. Yeah, it almost is. I but I gotta play one more. I the city too, man. In Philly. With this song right here? Yeah. Well, I gotta play one more before we go into this shit, though. Denny Boone did it. Philly nigga. The, 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 the production? No, I shot the video. Benny Boone, the um. Oh, yeah, Benny Boone. He from Philly, though. So well, he just kept he it all Philly. It. Yeah. Then later on, he put me in Next Day Air. Like, he, did, yeah. he directed that movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mike Epps. Yeah. Wood Harris, mm -hmm. yeah. Low key. He was good. fucking with Buddy from, uh, what's his name? I can't think his name. Who that? Been in everything, though. Oh, he took it back with that one. I was a jit. I was in the sixth grade, boy. What? With the net tail chirp with like four minutes on that hoe. <laughs> Alright, play that one for me, J.O.N. <clears throat> you know how bad in the whole brick field. Big deal. Boy, you was going crazy on this motherfucker right here. This nigga here, you heard this shit? Yeah, I heard this shit. Uh, turn that shit up, J.O.N. Uh, this man gangs. Rich bitch. Riskless. My album went gold in a month. That was a quick flip. Mm. Palm over my forearm so I can shoot straight. I'm about to make it hard to eat like toothpicks. My flow dope like I go in the booth and shoot face. Deuce, deuce, the skates in a cool crate. I'm not broke, I got broke by the suitcase. My boots, I got bass in the white keys. About to cop a converted in crib like ice teas. What's up, boo? What's up, boo? I spend a hundred G's a year on white teas. They work right quick. Hey. Hey. 
Like I'm talking to him right now, but this was before the URL uh, was invented. Uh-huh. Like when he was the cameraman and shit. Right. That shit. Cause you came from the battle rap era. Man. Mean nah, you battle rap? Yeah, but. I ain't talking about the URL battle rap. I'm talking about actually like street battle yeah, rap. For sure. Right, right. Hell yeah. That's all I did, man. That shit was big in Philly too, man. Like, that shit was super big. How do you get big battle rap and? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom. That, that, ooh. ooh. From the time I was 17, I was in New York too. Like, right. So, running all around with the Rough Riders, battling niggas in every state. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So, that shit was really like that. They were just pitting you against people. Like, For sure. Come on, we got somebody, and he gone. For sure. I did my first album out here, though. Doppler. Uh -huh. I was in there recording. Oh, a Doppler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, down here in the ATL Street. How was that vibe? You've been down here before, though, right? Like, nah, that show was lit. Yeah. Well, you wrote all four of them. You finna smoke all four of them? Eventually. Yeah. That boy, that crazy. I know. I like, that's how I think. I know that's how you roll. Yeah. I used to you do know. that too when I was on the Miley. Shut up. You always say that shit. Well, where I said I wrote 15 blunt. Back, 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 back. Like, all 15 of them. Well, all 15. Three. <laughs> Or I get on that mile and roll up by 20 blood. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Could wait to smoke all 20 of them hoes. You want to roll you around extendo? Wow, roll an extendo, nigga. I was facing extendo. I know. Why? Don't you ask me to hit this motherfucker? Facing. I'm facing this bitch. Going it took through me 20 something. minutes to get the bitch together. Oh, man. Going through something. I'm going through something. You all right? I'm not, I was straight. You know how that is. You know, young nigga acting like he can't deal with shit. This shit a regular life, man. Shut your bitch ass. I'm going through something. I'm going through something, my boy. This shit hard, I am. Man, shut up. Yeah. You all right. Nigga ain't no hard work. Ain't nothing going on, nigga. Nothing. Nothing. Man, you okay. Nah, but I'm glad, I'm glad my mama raised me how she raised me, because, well, I was fucked up. You were fucked up? Hell yeah. Long shit, we had a roof over here. We, we had goddamn clothes, I mean, I mean, Long we had a roof over here. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga took back the clothes. That nigga took the clothes back. <laughs> Fuck them clothes. Fuck no, we the had clothes, clothes but I, you know, I, I grew up on Hammer Down. Until it was time for me to buy my own shit. Real? Hey, yeah. How you feel about it? How I feel. Yeah. Shit, I'm blessed. Well, but your Hammer me Down was different, though, because. My Hammer Down your was fresh clothes. was older. Yeah, my siblings were older, but they were fresh. <laughs> So I knew I didn't have a problem with the hammer down because they were fresh. Them what, still what was, was girl though? jeans, though. Them were girl <laughs> jeans. Not girl jeans. Them were girl jeans. Hell they nah. fit in the waist, but they skinny in the leg. The waist fit, but the legs yeah, didn't. Skinny jeans before they were supposed that to be That was legs, look. <laughs> <laughs> he had those shoes before they was out. Yeah. <laughs> this is what he knew. He talking about that girl. 
Everybody else got 501. He won 507. That bitch say chick on the back. You got no apple bottle yeah. good? Lululemon. But you got no apple bottle. But you got an old cat on your ass. <laughs> Baby fat DC, for real? <laughs> you, bro, you got a cat on your ass, boy. Hell nah, nigga. Like, my sister wore like Apple oh, One. Shit. She, she was a tomboy. She was a hot yeah. boy. So I, I just took her one. shoes. She did how I wore. I took yeah. her shoes, but took my nephew's clothes. So he was skinny, but he was lanky a little bit. So my clothes used to be big. Oh. So I'd take his clothes, but I'd take my sister's shoes. What shoes he had? Who? What shoes he had? Your sister. What shoes? Oh, no. Nah, she wore like Apple Ones and J's and shit. Oh, okay. Her foot was bigger than mine until I. <laughs> But they was the girl ones, so I they know. was sober. Hell no. She, was getting, got, she, she had all the shit. She had the Valentine F01. Ain't Everybody got sketches on. DC got on some kids. with the red suede. You went to school with some kids on. Had some kids. I did have some kids. <laughs> kids, kids, if you want some kids, you fucked up. Yeah, them girls should. Nah, pro kid, not pro kid. Yeah, just regular kids. Nah, I had pro kids. Them kids for nurses. No, I had pro kids. Pro kids for girls. She said, I'm not pro kids. Pro kids. I remember I bought pro kids and I wore them to school. Kids. My partner was like, oh, oh. no. You got on pro kids? I'm like, nigga, what's wrong with pro kids? <laughs> the more you say it, the more wrong with He's like, nah, my boy, you can't wear them. I'm like, bro, these are pro kids. That's fucked up. We probably got trauma from somebody fucking with our shoes growing up. That's why we buy so many of them shits now. Fuck that shit. Probably. Hand me down. listen to Kels? And I clean them Do bitches Do I still off. listen to Kels? Yeah, when ain't nobody around. Everybody Ooh, told that. Yeah, man. You still listen to R. Kelly? Yeah, and I didn't at you first, know? and then, huh? you know what made me off. do that shit? I mean. I ain't got him out of my uh, with My lady my was listening to the shit. And I was like, ooh, you fucked up. Uh, you, you know that's I ain't gonna I tell a nigga to turn it off. That's how I know this shit supposed to be. Cause you fucked up, lady. Why you playing this? Right. <coughs> so once I saw that she didn't give a fuck, I was like, First of all, this play, play this shit off. 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 This shit they say you gonna redo the vocals. Yeah, I'm gonna redo the vocals. But oh, yeah. you gonna be mad at me. Yeah, put somebody else on there and drop that bitch again. That shit'll still go. It'll still go. Hey, this shit it's still go now. My room key. Cut it up, man. He'll be alright. He ain't you wanna come to my hotel. All you gotta do is sound like at me. What is that? I ain't no cancer nigga say. Nah, y'all niggas can't be biased, bro. <laughs> Listening to your old playlist if you want to stop listening to Kells, man. What, Kev? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. When this shit do come on, I end up playing the whole fucking playlist. Damn. Now, I'm talking about all these other artists. I believe I can fly right girls, now still made me cry. Little boys. So just cut everybody out. It's too it's many a lot niggas of it, doing shit. I heard what like, you said. That shit accurate, bro. Bro, he does. He's, too much, I think man. he's a part of He's about 55% of the uh, record. Him, Key Sweat, Baby Fat. Uh, what it, uh, what it is? Baby, <laughs> baby, baby, face. baby face, yeah. I'm about to call nigga baby face. Baby face. <laughs> <laughs> baby hey, man, you so goddamn disrespectful and rude to the legend. 
That nigga said it. This nigga called baby 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 baby. baby, baby. We don't know why the nigga won't come on the show. It was the baby fat. That was similar. The baby fat. You know baby fat. The baby fat. Baby face. My accent. But they are responsible for a lot of music, bro. A lot of music, bro. Because he wrote other people's shit. Sweat, R. Kelly, and Babyface are responsible for a lot of shit. If niggas want to be real. What what that got to do with anything? If we got to get rid of R. Kelly. Who's it? That's about 33% of the the music right there, man. Got got rid of himself, kind of. Hey, man, that's really going to be up to the people who listen to that shit. Because there's a lot of terrible motherfuckers who've done great shit that 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 didn't get no backlash for it. Right. Right. I ain't saying that shit right, but it's yeah, a lot that of shit other wrong. We don't keep the same energy when it's uh, other persuasions. Who? Like Elvis? Jerry Lee Lewis? Did, El- did Elvis marry with a little girl? But both of them did. Both of them married. Look. What it was, like 14 and three quarters? What it was? And they act like it wasn't a time where that wasn't the deal. Like, they, like, <laughs> they knew. But you know, in, in the other people's races and cultures, they, they, they call that practically fine. Nigga, this is America. I know. <laughs> there wasn't no other. <laughs> but you know, that's how weird. they try to, you know, when they doing wrong, that's what they call it. Well, you know, the other races. Yo, that's their shit, culture. I could tell y'all had wild shows before me because this shit like a battle rap. You know, when you the main event right. and you come out and the crowd looking like that, right. like they still ready to see it, but they tired of shit. <laughs> so they look like this. Yo, all this. these people just got here. Hey, I don't right. know where the fuck they were. <laughs> Oh, they, none shit. of these people come to the, none it, of these other shows. There's about four of them over here. call time was at six. Now they just got here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, they got they came team. for you. I thought they was with you. They your crowd, nigga. Yeah, they can't. They can't. These motherfuckers ain't tired. We ain't even started yet. You thought this shit started. We ain't started. Yeah, we yeah. ain't even got to none of this. This is all. This is the prelim. This is the yeah. whole Man, we just talking shit. Our candy shit gonna be in the beginning. I don't got no start button, man. Like <laughs> that's why we ain't started yet. We started a dance. We got you. Just enjoy your blood. Listen to insane, some of man. these tunes. Kick back like you at the crib. All that. You ready to get started? Sound like? Nah, I mean. Right. You ready? We'll start it right, right now. Come on, Jay Win. I ain't rushing. <laughs> play me some pimping, <laughs> man. Shit come don't on, even man. start yeah, till man. we let the pimping play for a few minutes. And okay. Warm the crowd up. Yo, I, I ain't impatient. I was on time today. Yeah, you definitely did your shit. Yeah, you were. We saw you. Yeah, you was, was on time month. On some real, we got the real hustler, nigga man. shit. Yeah. You ain't got no hustler yeah, music. We got some hustler music. What the hell is this, man? Something. I know you got some shit. Yo, why you didn't play that from the beginning? That's the one you should have came hey. in with. Hey, why you didn't play that from the beginning? Hey. Because I asked for hey. some pimp for you. you. I forgot we had the hustler in here. Hold up. Don't fuck with her. Chill out. Who we got in this room? We got the hustler. Chill out. Who we got? <laughs> oh, y'all know that? Hey. Oh, okay. Hey. Hey. Come on. 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 Come We got a 3-5. Uh, Chill out. Die back. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm so weak. Hold up. Uh, Cry sad. Yeah. Yeah. Big fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When you ain't got nothing to say, you just say, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When you ain't got nothing to say, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I say, I say, I say, don't fall with her. Hold up. Who we got in the room? We got the hustler. Yeah. Uh, uh, I say, don't fall with her. Yeah. Who we got in the room? We got the hustler. Yeah. What you gonna say then? That's when I passed it, nigga. Nah, you, you was bodying it too much, and I ain't wanna fuck it up, man. Uh, yeah, you was bodying it too much, I was vibing. I ain't looking at him like, nah, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, we got the hustler. <laughs> no cap. There you go. No cap. Hey. These ain't called EAD, just I got. I don't know what they is. <laughs> Chick fil A sell chicken, but the mask got a cow. Come on. I don't trust these bitches. I'm wearing a condom right now. Uh. <laughs> Swear to God, just in case something pop off. And I don't want no baby kids to get shot off. <laughs> I call this right bitch now. a babysitter. <laughs> Put the babysitter right throat in now, she a babysitter. Yeah. And I ain't playing yeah. with her. Yeah. Told her she want a relationship, get another nigga. Cause I'm the nigga on the side. Yeah. Don't call me when you got somewhere to go. Call me when you need a ride. Yeah. Cause it's deeper than rap. If you want me to tell you what I mean, I'm just gonna explain it like that. Yeah. See, don't hit me when you need four tires. Yeah. Just hit me when you need a little air on the side. Yeah. Don't call me when you need a refrigerator full. Yeah. Call me when you want a sandwich and a Red Bull. Because yeah. I don't give no fucks. Yeah. I'm not going to be stopping every day to go and get you Starbucks. Yeah. No. Because I'm just that nigga. Uh, You're yeah. going to come by, kick and smoke a couple blunts with you. Yeah. Hey. And we don't never take no pictures. Okay. okay. And if you see me, have your kids call me Mister. Yeah. <laughs> because it's all about respect. And when you ask for that little money, I gave you cash and not a check. Yeah. Not a check. And I be spitting straight facts. Right. I gave her cash money, no cash app. Right. She tried to act like a nigga didn't really do that. Okay. And I don't want to get too. You know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I get mad and when she, I talk about money. Yeah. See, niggas laugh. I'm on their ass because it ain't really funny. Yeah. See, people get that paper and don't even want to call you back. Yeah. They don't want to pay you back, and they be like, I'll call you back. Yeah. <laughs> That's that bullshit. <laughs> and I don't play with it. Play with I pull that better bitch house just to see who she's staying with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who name is on the bills? Yeah. I go act like I'm shitting and read the names on the bills. Yeah. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. 
They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And that ain't got shit to do with nothing. Welcome back to the 85 South Show. Listen, listen, now you know I always have to go look and see where we fall in the rankings of great shit. What we do, man? Come on, man. The 85 South Show is rated higher than that week that they play all the Roots movies. (laughs) You know when they play the whole Roots all the way through that week of TV? Yeah. We tested higher than that week. Yes, we did. I think that week was what started Black History Month. Come on, yep. man. Lean bullshit. Come on, man. He <laughs> said, come on, man. Come on, man. We Coulter doing great shit niggas. every week and don't nobody mm-hmm. want to even talk about Coulter it. Coulter and them niggas. Coulter and them niggas. They kept it flipped. What's the lady name? I couldn't remember her name. Who that? You talking about LeVar Burton? Then they had the Chicken George. Chicken George. They yeah. had a bunch of kids. Yeah, 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 Lou Gossett Jr. was Chicken George. 
No, that Y'all was the other dude. Y'all spend time on roots. Um, the singing oh. dude. <laughs> singing dude? <laughs> we saw it. What's his name? See it. Yeah. Ben Vereen was singing to him? He wasn't a singer. He was... Ben Rames? I Who think, was I the fiddle? I ain't seen the end of the roots. I only seen Who like the, the third part. Then? Lou Gossett Jr. played the fiddle. Okay, yeah. That's and right. then, some kind of way, that shit went from LeVar Burton to the daddy from Good Time. <laughs> <laughs> he got older and turned into, uh, yeah, he turned into James. <laughs> <laughs> he did! He went from Reading Rainbow to Good Time. <laughs> On the same network! On oh, a commercial break. <laughs> you came back with commercial, this nigga was old and grown. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck happened to Coulter? <laughs> what James doing here? <laughs> I never believed that. James ain't whooped the master's ass? What? what? James whooped the What, they got James in there? Jane got his ass whooped. That's why I could never see him as just James Evans. Right. He was Kunta Kente too. But that ain't got nothing to do with none of this he shit, man. We've been on a fucking streak over here, and we've been bringing all the ghetto legends. Ghetto Who legend, we got, man. nigga? Hey, man. Say, man. It's just one of them Come ones on. that had to be, it had to be had. Man, if you ain't, ain't taking no money, man, get the fuck away from me, man. We only bringing ghetto legends, hustlers. Come on, man. People who made something out of nothing. Come on, Come on man. The Philly. best dancers, Philly the best the rappers, the best everything. Right. And when we say ghetto legends, that means like you forever gonna have your name. Your journey. Oh, the Hall of Fame. Fucking Hall of Fame of ghetto it's shit. In the yes. pantheon. <laughs> Gotta bring the best strippers. Come on, yeah, see, that's why on. you up there. You always, you always got the best fucking add-ons and ideas. Mm -hmm. But you were in the game, still in the game, when the shit was actually good to be in. Mm -hmm. He said he had the number one, the first platinum ringtone. You don't never run these type of accolades down and shit, innit? Right. Went and made all them niggas say, man, put the beat on, god damn. Mm -hmm. You yeah. heard a nigga rap like that. What'd he say about the dog house? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. None other than Cassidy. Hey. Come on, let's go! Yeah! Man, yeah! You can literally sit here and do rough. this shit all day about Come all on, the great cool shit you done did for the rap game. And okay. man, you, you battle rapping now, dropping music still, still got shit, money, iced up, new outfit, match. That's how you know a nigga still got his money. Right. <laughs> when a nigga match. Nigga, nigga match. Nigga, everything yeah. match. Yeah, nigga, yeah. when a nigga match <laughs> Nigga, you, See, most, <laughs> when, you, when you ain't got shit, you right. wear clothes. Right. When you straight, you have outfits. Right. <laughs> yeah. No cap. Look at the women. They know yeah. the difference between clothes and outfits. Facts. That nigga got an outfit on. <laughs> nigga hat ain't that's moved some, yet. That's some shit you can wear on the first day of school. I that's that's an outfit. Right there. I'm like, how the hell that boy gonna fit perfect? He don't wear Your that. Your mama right. see you that's in there and be like, that's a nice outfit, son. <laughs> <laughs> You bitch see you in some bullshit, you just put on some clothes, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you put on everything, huh? You just put on some clothes. This what you wearing? This what you wearing? I thought you said you was just gonna put some clothes on. Did you got on an outfit? I didn't know. I didn't know you was wearing an outfit. Where you going? Nah. Welcome to the trap. Man. What's good, appreciate bro? Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Glad to have you. hilarious, man. Man, appreciate, appreciate it. We just man, being here, you know, just, just making sure everything go the way it's supposed to go, holding it down. That was a dope story you just told, too. Word. Fuck with it. Sneaking in the bathroom, act like you're taking this shit. I'm gonna read all yeah. the pills. Bubby I wanna great. know. Bubby yes, I will great. Google your medicine. 
I don't know what the fuck going on with you. <laughs> I, did, I done did that before. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that cinematography? Bitch, why is your iron low? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she got the, okay. She crazy a little He's bit. Just a little Bitch, bit. why is your iron low? <laughs> nah, that's on. <laughs> What's been up, though, man? Working hard, grinding, man. That's all we ever do. Fuck Brandon. Trying to get it right, man. Put the best project together. My life, I think. Right now, you like this album? Love it. The best app, the best project of your life? Yeah. What's the name of it? Bars is back. Ooh. People don't even know your name, Bars. Ooh. Bars is back. I'm back with my bullshit. So, happy with this project, man. A lot of dope shit. You inspired a lot of people, man. Hope I can play that shit for y'all, man. Let y'all yeah. hear some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, the people gonna wanna hear it anyway. They sitting at home trying to figure out what the hustler finna say. So, so bring yeah. us back. How it all started? Because I know earlier off camera, you saying you with the Rough Rider. I ain't know nothing about none of that shit. Because I definitely had your ring. He wasn't outside yet. You know that? He wasn't outside yet. I was, because I had the ring time on the church. That I'm too young to even yeah. church. That was out. That was after. But that that's was, what that I'm trying was, to yeah. tell you. That was when you were 21. That was four years ago. I was damn near. Three. <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to be saying? Cause what? I got <laughs> so bring us back, like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nigga, three like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, three. Nigga. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he was still at that age. If you yell at him, he start crying. Don't <laughs> 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 that bad. Uh, <laughs> I used to pee in the bed so I won't lay down. <laughs> I, mean, I won't go in there, it's a thing. Yo. <laughs> this nigga's Yo, crazy, bro. That's why your you skin... You all went and revealed some shit that just let me That's know. That's why bro. your skin was fucked up all that time. <laughs> <laughs> nigga skin... Nigga, nigga skin just got up. right four months ago. Nigga gave himself eczema. <laughs> <laughs> nigga elbows hard than a motherfucker sleeping in that piss-ass bed every night with the fan on. You might as well pour the ammonia on yourself, nigga. How you gonna piss in the bed with the fan on, man? <laughs> no, you pissy and cold. Piss don't dry up. You That's funny, boy. That's funny. This nigga here, man. Catch him up. Tell him how this shit started out. Because I remember when you came on the rap scene with a big ass hat and a big ass t shirt. Nigga had a big ass hat and a big ass t shirt. Goddamn chain hanging down to his belly button. Big shit was in, man. I mean, look back at them old pictures like, damn, niggas were super baggy, man. Nigga, we wore, we wore way too many clothes. Man, I don't know what the fuck we thought was gonna happen. Yeah. This, is, this is what, like, 01, 02? This nigga dumb as hell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I can't be around this nigga too oh. long. Bro. It's been too long. Oh 
Everybody was in that bag back then. Nah, for real. Those big clothes was the shit. Everybody had extra fabric, man. Tall tees, nigga. I'm talking about, it's to the point now, if you see some jeans that's too big, it just piss you off. That's what they all know, the young people. They wearing the baggy shit. Nah, I think we, I think we back at a point because of the internet, where we at right now. It's like anything go. We could be tight, baggy. Could be in like any any time period right now, and you know what I mean, be an individual. I think it's different right now. Crazy. I couldn't fuck with them big ass jeans again. I, I tried. Was, I couldn't. I was like a size 12 wearing a 34. 12? That ain't even no pants size. That's when I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga wasn't even in adult (laughs) pants yet. (laughs) I'm like a 12, nigga, that's that. I I, I was seven. (laughs) Would you want me to be a 32? (laughs) I was wearing kid clothes. All right, man. (laughs) Tell him how this shit started. He wasn't but three. Um, Started in the city in Philly. into this radio competition called The Cypher. It was like on the radio show. Started winning battles for like months and months at a time. That's how I got popular in the city. Met Swiss Pop in the barbershop. He brought me out in New York to meet his brothers, D and Y. They was the CEOs of Rough Riders. And um, that's how I got my first deal, like in 9-9. Damn. You was how old? 17. 17? Yeah. And you got your whole deal just off? The radio shit and really from that intro. And you just you Well the radio on? show is what made me um get popular enough to meet Source Father when he came through the city. Okay. He brought me out in New York. I ain't have no demo or no music done. When he introduced me to Y, I right. just started rapping. You know what I mean? You went crazy. Y loved me. He waited. I had to meet his brother D. D came through, I started rhyming for him. Um, and at this time, I was in a three-man group called Larceny Family. <clears throat> you go back and do, like, look at Rough Rider, Rider Die, Volume 2, <laughs> Volume 3. We was on there, you know what I mean? Little niggas, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's how I built my relationship with Swiss, being signed to Rough Riders and all that. So, um, I was grinding with them for some years. And then I, Swiss wanted to do his own production company, one of the artists. So he came, got me. We started Full Surface Records, got a deal with J Records, Clive Davis, and that's how we put out all the music, like I'm a hustler and all that shit you fuck with. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. I tried to make it long story short as possible. Nah, you, no, you did it. I wanted to hear more shit. I had really, you can make I wanted to long, tell all this shit. Than that. Mm-hmm. Like detail. Oh, wow. Cause Rough Riders was popping at the time. Man, like, you are DMX, what? J the Kids? E. What? A lot e. What's, what's shorty, the, the Charlie Baltimore? Nah, what she, she, she want with nah, y'all? Nah, Who Charlie Baltimore with? She entertainment. She yeah. was with like entertainment she came in. I always thought she was a rough rider. Her demeanor was a. <clears throat> I, I don't. I, I always thought she was a rough she rider. She did a lot of shit with Murder. She from Inc. Philly though. Mm. We're from the same city. Oh, okay. okay. That's what she did it with Murder. She Inc. did Murder Inc. and some early like like a little few little Rockefeller joints in the beginning. Right, right, right. I don't know why I always thought she was a rough rider. She was nah. a gangster. Eve was rough ride. Eve was a rough ride. Drag on. Drag on. <laughs> that nigga was cold. Nah, they had it on Smash when I was when I was 17 when I first signed <clears> to them. <throat> they were super lit. Mm-hmm. Like X was moving heavy. The whole label was like moving. They have they 
they was like the biggest thing around. So it's one of your I favorite like DMX stories. DMX, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the time when we did the BET cipher, it was like when they first started, um, like having niggas rap on the on the BET awards and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was me, DMX, Eve, and Murder Moot, and we had like a cipher. So it was dope. I ain't so never did. Rap Murder Moot. Yeah. Because he was down with Rough Riders at one time, too. Okay. So we was all representing, like, Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. X, Eve, me, and Moop. And it was like a cypher. We was all around. And Moop went first. I went second. Then Eve went. Then X went. That's hard. That's hard. <clears throat> yeah, but that was a memorable moment because I never did no records with X. Like, even though I was on Rough Riders for that period of time and he was super lit, we never did no records together. So um, that was like the closest thing of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Having some Edge and Stone that I did with him, that BET cypher shit. You know okay. I mean? Eve out there doing billionaire shit now. What? She yeah. going hard. <laughs> she got a whole ass billionaire out there. Eve know how to get to it, man. Hell yeah. For sure. I always That's Philly too. Philly shit. Yeah. City. Philly got, got some motherfuckers that came out that bitch hitting, man. Y'all got a strong music, like, just seen. We was talking about it even earlier with the uh, the battle rap shit, so, like, how that shit, like, that's that's got you going, right? And how long did that continue on? What made you, you know, get back into it? And why is battle rap part of y'all culture? Like, I mean, that's how I learned. I learned from up top, some no shit. Like, that's how y'all were, was rapping. Like, that's what y'all call music. Um, it's real competitive in the city, you know what I mean? Niggas was always trying to be lyrical because we like close to New York, like the Mecca. It's like right there. Close to Jersey where a lot of the legends is from. Like we like right there. So we knew how to be lyrical, knew all of the slang and all of the terminologies. We knew how to jump in that bag. Right. But at the same time, we further south and like in a different place. So we got our own accent, mm-hmm. our own way we put words and sound. So it was like distinctive. You know what I mean? But it's like a real competitive place. Like with everything, with sports, with just living, grinding, yeah. whatever you do is like a competitive place. So because niggas was trying to be lyrical and niggas was competitive, you get battle rap. You right. know what I mean? Right. But it was different forms of it. Like, um, like, you know, as hip-hop evolved, right. the way people battle rap evolved. You know what I'm saying? Like, this way y'all look at battle rap now, and it didn't always exist. Like, the right. way people battle was different. And a lot of times it was like cypher style. Like, you rap, I rap, like, we just ciphering. And it's like, who the best or who could last the longest? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Y'all weren't going at each other then. Like, but like... You know, directly saying shit about the person that's across from you. Right. Looking at the nigga face and, you know what I mean, being aggressive and disrespecting the nigga and trying to destroy the nigga in front of you. Yeah. Like, with just bars. Like, not really no flow. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not trying to flow to a beat or make a song. You just trying to lyrically just break this <clears throat> nigga down with bars. Like, that form came later, and I'm a big part of that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So when you say you're a big part of that, what do what you say that it, when it switched, when you came in the game and you showed them how to stop being aggressive and we're going to be lyrically? Well, um, 
Now, Battle Rap was always in the city, but like I said, it was a different version of it. So I was on the radio on the Cypher show, winning for months at a time. I got super famous in the city. All of the big people from the city know about this show, listen to it, was fans of it, like, you know what I mean? The ratings was crazy. It was a Radio 1 station, so the power station was suffering when this shit came on. It was like that lit, you know what I mean? So I was holding that shit down for a long period of time. But this is back in the day before the internet. Like now, if I was winning a radio show like that, it'd be something connected to it. Niggas would go to social media, see what I look like, where I'm from, learn about me, you know what I mean? Get into my music. But back then, this was before the internet. Right. So niggas was super fans, but nobody knew what I looked like. Right. You know what I mean? Word of mouth. And they were saying that I was young and they could hear in my voice that I'm probably like a young boy, but I'm super nice. So, you know what I mean? It was hard for niggas to know what I looked like. So I started traveling around and just battling, spitting, like, you know what I mean? Challenging everybody so that they could connect this nigga from the radio with how I really am and how I really look. Right, right. It's a... Um, place called Broanolony in the city. It's like where a bus depot, where a bunch of buses and trains come to. So it's like, no matter what school you go to in the city, like, you know what I mean? A lot of people meet up in this place after school. Like, it'd be like hundreds of thousands of kids out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just all meeting up in this one location. But my high school was like right up the street. So after I get out of school, I walk down the street to Broanolony. And this way, not just people from my high school, but from high schools all around the city would meet up at. Right. And that's why I would have ciphers at and battle every day. So, you know, a lot of famous artists that come from the city passed through there, mm-hmm. seen it, you know what I mean? Experienced it, witnessed it. Because it was every day. Yeah. Like, we was out there just <coughs> going crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, a combination of me winning this radio show cipher and then battling in the street like that and carrying it is what made me super popular. So anybody came through the city like who hot or who's next, mm-hmm. my name was coming up. Yeah. So that's how I was getting wild opportunities and you know what I mean, meeting people and figuring shit out because of that, you right. know what I mean? So you had to do your own promo. Like I need to go out here, let it be known that I'm fucking out here. Right. How you knew to do that? Like Self-market. at the age, you just figured that shit out? How the fuck you was just like, yeah, because um, I think the best marketing marketing plan is, like, staying true to the culture. And I found out that I wanted to rap when I was in the fourth grade. Right. So this before I had bills, kids, and responsibilities. I just wanted to be the best. Right. I ain't care about the money or the business. I just right. wanted to keep impressing people with what I wrote down. Right. So for that reason... You know what I mean? Is the reason why I made a lot of decisions. So me winning this radio competition, it steps in the direction of me being the best like I want to be. But now I need people to know what I look like, who I am. So now I'm in the street battling it. Anybody that say they rap. Then I told you I got the deal with Rough Riders when I was 17. I thought when you get a deal, it's over. Like, you get a deal and you get money and you just out and it's just like... It just make a song and they just put it out. Right. That's what I thought the deal was. But it was just a production deal to Rough Riders. Like I didn't have an actual deal, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to a major. So it was no budgets, no money. They had studios that I was able to record in and I was able to be around all that energy. Like right. you said, X, Eve, right. all these people. But I didn't have a budget 
for myself or for my group to record right. music or to put it out right. and get it on the radio. We ain't even had no marketing and promotion budgets. Yeah. So it was like a test period, like to see if you had what it takes to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. But it was difficult when you were around people like DMX and all this energy that's already selling all these records. It's like, yo, when you gonna get your opportunity? So years is passing and like I said, we was on Rough Rider, Ride, Ride, Ride or Die Volume 2 and Volume 3. So we was doing stuff, but it's one record. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's right. not like me the main focus. So me knowing that is what made me jump back in that battle bag. Right. Like, in order to get what I need and get people to focus on me and know that I'm a priority, right. is to battle everybody. Right. So anybody that say that they rap, Anybody that I ever see that got bars, <laughs> I'm going at them right. and prove that I'm better than them because a lot of niggas got situations and opportunities. So if I'm better than them, then you know that I need one too. Yeah. Right. So that's what I start doing. And because I was signed to Rough Riders and we like from a, it's like a battle type of environment. Mm -hmm. I said now DMX, the locks, drag, Eve, none of them don't got to battle no more. Like anybody that come through here, they gotta go, they gotta battle me. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? They could just chill. Right. You the gunner. Unless they, unless they run through me and nobody couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So ever since I came around, they ain't have to battle no more. Right. And by me battling so much is what got my name known and what made Swiss want me as a solo artist, which helped me get out the Rough Riders deal and get into a new deal. Right. And then get, the real deal, which was with Jay Records and Clive Davis to open up the budgets to be able to get in the studio, get niggas like R. Kelly on records, right. you know what I mean? Put it out on the radio and millions of people hear it and it's right in your face, you know what I'm saying? So the Swiss so right. come to you personally like, yo, I wanna fuck with you. Even to sell, like I, I went gold, like, you know what I mean? I went gold my first project, but you know, um, now with the streaming and all that, like, you know what I mean? It's probably even more than that. But from the very beginning, I went gold on my first project, right? It is so by yourself. Yeah, and this was not like the digital days. Like this is when real physical hard copies were selling out yeah, the store. Yeah, you gotta go get that big right? Yeah, but to get, a CD, to get a CD printed up, you know what I'm saying? It might cost a dollar or two, you know what I'm saying? To make a CD, you know what I mean? With the artwork packaged up, you know what I mean? and then put in the right place for a nigga to buy it. So if you paying $2 a CD and you want to go gold and sell 500,000 records, then that's a million dollars that you need to just put into buying CDs alone. Right. Not including marketing and promotion, not including your recording budgets, not including your events and you traveling around and trying to make the shit make sense. Right. Not including your features, your producers, your studio time, none of that. Right. I'm just talking about just for CDs alone, if you want to go gold or platinum, if you want to go platinum and sell a million records, you had to get a million CDs printed up. Right. So even if you could get a good rating as a dollar a CD, that's still a million dollars right. that you need up front. That you need up front. So that's why it was hard for the average nigga to come out and pop, because niggas ain't got them type of budgets. Mm. So you gotta get a deal. You gotta go through them companies. Same way now, like even though we got technology and niggas feel like they more independent, niggas don't got the type of money to own like a portal to like bring out your music right now. Right. So you gotta partner up with somebody that own a portal big enough to release your music. Right, and they taking all the money. Yeah, so niggas not really independent now. It's the same shit.
Did you hear that shit Snoop said about the streaming? What he said? About how it's like, yeah, it's cool how you can run these numbers up and, and he asked the question, like, how can an artist get a billion streams and not have a million dollars? And he was like, yeah, this shit sound good, but where the fuck is the money? Whoever's running this streaming shit is hiding the money. Oh, yeah. they definitely hiding. Nigga, they paying yeah. you. You got a you got a damn near somebody got listed your shit twenty five thousand times. Yeah, and it have, get like it'd be some unreal shit that don't even make like sense. So you it's, get five dollars. It's up to the artist to figure it out. You can't expect the people that's like in the position of these labels to figure out how streaming gonna work, right. get their legal team to put together a plan, figure it out, and just present it to the artists, because what do they get out of that? Right. It's up to you to figure it out before they figure it all the way out, which they doing right now. Right. That's true. The same way, like with physical up. records selling, how they had that figured out. Right. It's the same way they gonna figure this digital shit out. It's just new. But what's crazy about it is a stream don't got an exact number of what it is. Like right. every it platform. It do, but they don't let it be known. I'm just saying every platform pay different for what a stream is worth. Like right, every right. platform would say a stream is worth different amounts. Right. So even if you do got a billion streams, it's like from where? Right. From a bunch of different platforms 15, that pay yeah. all different amounts for a stream. Right. So it's hard to figure out what that, that's worth and it's like little percentages. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's different from how it was when y'all, like you said, coming back from back then when you was rapping, you knew the copies, you knew the, the money that was being made. Shit, the ringtone bag was crazy. crazy. Ringtone. When, when you hopped in that that lane, when you was like, motherfucker, buying my ringtone. Yeah, that was like the that was first form of then. technology. That was like, was in but a, that it was, was like a clip. Then. It was like motherfucker paying a dollar just to get thirty seconds. Was was the, the hook. It was in yeah. a that direction was of going like digital. <laughs> So you don't got to actually buy the shit. Right, like I ain't had to buy the just song. Just on my phone, I could download it and hear it. It's right. like in that direction. So it's like the future. So everybody was on it. Ooh. Plus phones, you know, back in the day, niggas ain't even had phones. Niggas had beepers and you had mm -hmm. to use the pay phone. So when cell phones start getting more popular and the price went to where the average person could afford it, now everybody want a phone. Right. So everybody got phones. So if my phone could ring a certain way, Sound a certain way, like how I want it. Now I know it different. It's I mean, like niggas used to do it recording their voicemail. Right. Niggas record a song on their voicemail, so you know a nigga want to ring the song yeah, if they right. should have played. Yeah, I had the ringtone yeah. on my that was, play. That was even the back in the day form of like, you know what I'm saying? Like the future. Like right. when you had the, the, the regular box answering machines. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you come with cell phones where you could leave a voice message and customize it and yeah. the shit just play like that. It's right. like, yo, this yeah. shit the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to go But that shit don't phone. last forever. It came a time where niggas couldn't help but leave some type of shit on the answering machine because niggas was leaving messages and that was the thing. Yeah. But now when texting come, all these forms of emails and all these forms of communication and now everybody got a phone. No, niggas just let their shit. Ways. Niggas don't even want their shit to ring. Niggas shit don't vibrate or ring like however the fucking shit ring. Right. Oh, hell right. yeah. No one for ringtones don't even want the shit to ring at all. Yeah. That shit like, crazy. Make my yeah. shit ring like a telephone. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically. That's the old people ring. Okay, so, so, so take us back because like you said, we were talking earlier. I'm a hustler. I want to make sure I'm saying this right. You was quote unquote telling us about the time that you was locked up and you was getting out from, you know, rehabilitating yourself with the car wreck. Mm -hmm. So, 
how was that transition going through all that and staying focused? Like, what was that 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 mind frame at that time? Um, it was difficult, you know. The doctor said I wasn't gonna be able to rap again. Right. You know what I mean? And I was in a coma for a period of time. When I came out the coma, I had amnesia. So I couldn't even remember like none of my raps. Like yeah. none of my raps, like even like I'm a, uh, well, yeah, I'm a hustler. Um, hotel, like mm -hmm. big records that I did a thousand times that I should know it. I ain't know none of the words. I couldn't remember the words. I look at the video and it's like, you know, like when the name on the tip of your tongue mm -hmm. and you know you know it, but you just can't find it in your head. You're mm -hmm. like, damn, what the fuck is this name? Like that. It's like, I know that I should know it because I see myself in it. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember the video. I don't remember doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember none of the lyrics. Yeah. So it took time for me to get my memory back and get healthy enough to be able to record. Mm -hmm. And plus they said I wasn't going to be able to. So to get healthy enough, quick enough, get my memory back and start recording, making music, mm -hmm. I felt like it was a blessing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the type bag I was in. Like, you know, not really in battle rap mode like I normally be. Mm -hmm. It's as competitive. That's what I was going I was like more you. thankful to God like that. I beat that case. They was trying to give me life. I was not supposed to be here. Right. And it's cool when you do it and when you beat it, but you even see situations now. Right. Niggas is losing cases and getting wild time. Right. Like, yeah. So that could have been my predicament. Right. You know what I mean? Then I come home and I get in an accident, I could have died or forever lost my memory or not recovered the right type of way. Right. But I did and I started making music again, so that's the bag I was in, you know what I mean, on that project. Bars. That's what I was gonna ask. How did that competitive spirit factor in? But you just said it, man. Like, you know, but it was with more gratitude, bro, because you saw it twice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Two times, it could have all been over. Man. And even though I'm a hustler, you was talking about the ringtone and it was a big record, I was locked up, like, you know what I mean, like two, three weeks before that album dropped. Right. So when it was crunch time, like it was time for me to go on the main promo tour, like to promote this big record that right. I got out, I'm locked up. So I can't do it, can't promote it right. And I mean, and I told you this like before real social media, so it's not like it's just spreading around on the internet and niggas right. can still post on your, your page and right. you know right, right. Saying, keep you alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I couldn't really do promo because I was booked. Right. So to go through that, come home, and then start working on music again, then get in an accident, lose your memory. It's like, damn, I went through a lot. Like, right. you know what I mean? So. How long was that process? Um, <clears throat> I was in a coma for like nine, 10 days. Yeah. Then I had amnesia for months, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it started coming back, you know, more and more, like every day I would wake up and start connecting stuff and remembering a little more. And mm -hmm. More years to come back, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't forget my whole life. I forgot like 15 to like 18 years of my life. Mm -hmm. But anybody that I knew before that, like my mom, my name, like stuff, I knew all of that, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But if it was somebody that I just recently met, even if it was like somebody I was close to, like Swiss, right? Like I, it's like you looking at him, like you kind of like think, like now I seen him before or something, Damn. but you can't like 
remember like where you know him from. Like that. Right. right. And okay I seen that shit happen on movies and TV shows and shit like that, like amnesia. Right. right. But I ain't understand, like, how can you still know how to walk, talk, know how to do shit, but just forget? Like right. that don't, I ain't get it. Right. So that shit happened to me. Shit real, like. That's crazy. Did yeah, anybody not strong. believe you though? Huh? Was anybody like, no, you bullshit. You know me. You ain't running to them niggas like that. Everybody not, understood it. Not that I recall. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I wasn't like dealing with too many people. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Just the people that probably came to see me at the hospital and I was in a coma at first. Right. Once I woke up out the coma, I ain't feel right, so I left the hospital. Right. You know what I mean? I wasn't supposed to. Right. But right. I left. And um I was just in the house like healing up, so I ain't really come in contact okay. with like a bunch of people. You know right. Mean? Damn. Yeah, I'm glad you okay. Yeah, but yeah. my family for sure, they they definitely knew. Like I was, I was fucked up. Like you know what I'm saying. So they knew that, you know what I mean. Yeah. They seen me in the coma. Right. They seen me fucked up, and they seen when I woke up, not all the way there. Right, like right, I don't right. got it right. Like you know what I mean. And this was the time that the record is 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 hot. Yeah, for sure. Shit popping. Your family telling you stories, like and you just don't remember. They just telling you this, or just not used to you not having your memory. So they might say something or ask something, and you don't really remember it. But you know, telling you shit, yeah. telling you stories, making you feel comfortable, right. showing you videos and pictures and right. stuff. And it's just like, you just start thinking, thinking, then you go to sleep, wake up, it's like closer. And after some months, mm-hmm. I got most of my memory back. Right. Like, um, only thing to this day I still don't remember, like I remember getting in the car, like that day when the accident happened now. Right. I remember that, like, what I did before that and getting in the car. But, like, once the accident happened, I don't remember all of that. Only thing I remember is when I woke up out the coma. Mm. But, like, the rest of my life came back. Even the raps, all of the reasons, like, why I wrote the raps, like, the science, like, the stuff I was, like, studying and doing, Mm -hmm. like, all that shit came back. That was a blessing. Yes, sir. Real wild ass story. Real blessing. And you said the two-step came out of that. The song, Drinking My Two-Step, came out of that incident. Yeah, that's why I made that song. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was still with J Records. They wanted, like, a party song, like, to celebrate the fact that, you know what I mean? And, you know, that was the vibe, like, up-tempo-type party shit. Mm-hmm. And I just came with, like, I'm a hustler, b-boy stance, them records that was, like, you know what I mean, up. So they wanted something like that. But it's, like, I was more on, like, you know what I mean, like, the record that I had on that project, like, I'm an innocent man, misunderstood. Like, mm-hmm. that record I had, I was more on that bag. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's not really party. That's just, like, a... That's like pain. It's like yeah. a heartfelt song. It's like some deep shit. Right. So I was more in that bag, wanted to shoot shit like that, but I'm signed to a label, so I don't got the final say so. So right. Right. we had to come together. That's why I did drinking two step, but did it like that. Right. Like talking about the case, talking about the accident, 
Like we celebrating the fact that I'm home. It's on, yeah. it's on, it's on, and I'm home. Get the Patron and tell them that it's on. Like it's celebration time that I'm back. And they said I wasn't going to be able to rap again. But now I'm shooting the video of you hearing my new record that I wrote after they said that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like celebration time. Facts. Yeah. So that's why I, I did know. it. The song got a whole new meaning now when I, I go know, listen to it. I'm bro. like, nigga, you know what the nigga went through? I'm home. Nice. You know what? what I'm saying? Like, what? Didn't have to go through that shit back to back, man. Back to back. In that shit. And did he still had a drive to, like he said, he remember his drive. Yeah. He remember why he wrote it. He remember why he wanted to rap. Like, that one number God just yeah. putting it right back into you. All right, so there we were cruising through the new open-air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. That's why I was about to ask you now, like, what made you actually go fuck with the URL and do some battle rap and shit like that? What made you want to go fuck with it hands-on like that? I felt like that form of battle rap, I started. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, me and Freeway Battle that came out years and years ago, even before that, YouTube. Yeah. So it was no way for people to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, after that shit got established, they put it on there years later. Mm-hmm. But at you that know, time, people, before the tape came out, it was like just a rumor. Yeah. Let nobody know if that shit was real. It was right. one of them. Yeah. One of them battle rapper fit, he going crazy. Then the audio. Mixtape DJ got the audio. Mm-hmm. Took it from the VHS tape and made an audio and put it out on the mixtape. So people was just listening to it, riding, playing it, but they couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I felt like that's the first time niggas seen niggas like you know, really hungry and being competitive, face-to-face, going hard at each other with no beat. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what, like, paved the way for <coughs> these leagues and this type of energy that started. Mm-hmm. So I always felt as though I was a part of it. I was going to events before I started getting back in battle rap. It was always, like, dealing with league owners and, you know what I mean, fucking with battle rappers. Mm-hmm. I was always, like, feeling like I was, like, a part of the culture. I just was on some other shit. Right. Told niggas that they gotta give me 250,000 for me to come back and battle. Mm. I told them niggas that 20 years ago, like when niggas wasn't even getting a dollar. Right. Like, so it just seemed impossible. Like, right. how the fuck you going? Like, that shit don't even make sense. Right. But I just felt like it was, it was possible. And I, I stood on it. Like I got offers. Um, they used to blog and talk about Cass got offered 30,000. He ain't getting out of show right now. Why won't he take it? Right. And then he got off of 40000 He should take it and come back. But they didn't understand that I said I'm not coming back till I get this number. Right. So the first people to offer me that number was like the King of the Dot team. Mm-hmm. King of the Dot, Alki David. They got mm-hmm. with him and he put together an event. And those was the first person to give me the money that I was asking for. Mm-hmm. Once I did that and the views went That's up. That's motherfucker with the dog. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Once the views went up and people seen that it was a success, that's when the URL reached out, you know what I mean, to make it happen for... Right. It made that happen. Yeah. You right. back in the bag now. Yeah. Hell yeah. And um, the last battle I did with Hitman, that was with ARP, RBE. Right. So and that's Red Breed Entertainment. So, I mean, I ain't really connected to no league. I fuck with all the leagues. Right. Battle rap energy, period. So... Right. I bounce around and make it make sense wherever it, you know what I mean? Wherever the bag at, yeah. Sure. It's hard though, man, that you can actually, you know, be in the, not just a rapper, be in the entertainment game and it's standing around for so long, bro. Like, what do you feel like? That's what Battle Rap did, made me hungry again. Right. Yeah. Because learning the business, how shiesty niggas is in the business, going through ups and downs, right. seeing twists and turns, 
seeing people that tell you that they your brother and they love you and they'll do whatever for you, but when you go down through down times, they not even picking up the phone no more. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you see you go through shit where you back up again and then they yeah, calling you again and then it's like, you see the shit that happened, you know what I'm saying? You see niggas act like they best of friends, then like, right after they separate, they talk talking crazy about, about each other, like that bitch ass nigga. Da, da. But they just like, when you see how this business is, it's like hard to keep the love after time. You right. know what I mean? Especially when you're getting robbed, you feel like you're not getting the right percentage <laughs> for what you're doing or the work you put. A lot of people that's been in it as long as me a lose job because of those reasons. Mm -hmm. But that's not why I do it for the business. You know what I mean? I feel like whether I do that for business or not, I'm still rap. Right. Because I said I wanted to start doing this since I was a kid mm -hmm. to be the best. So I'm still in that bag. Everything I do it for is for that, for that reason. Mm -hmm. And everything else comes second. Mm -hmm. Like when I first got my first deal, I wasn't worrying about the business or recording no music or nothing like that. I just knew if I had the best rhymes, I was going to get a deal. And now that I'm reinventing myself, saying bars is back, I'm taking that same approach. Mm -hmm. Doing podcasts, um, running around, doing different platforms, um, back rapping and making music and just showing right. people that I could do it. And right. once they see it, you get the right response. Because out of sight, out of mind, you just got to put yourself in people's face so they could be aware of what you're doing. Right. And you're going to get the response you're looking for. So that's the tight bag I'm in right now. Definitely that. I, you know, you... I want to say you one of the underrated, most respected, you feel me, that I would like to say, because even in the South, we adapted to your music ASAP, you feel me? And when you came out, I was a youngin', I was like, he ain't rapping like them up top niggas. It's like, yeah, we knew you from up top, but it was like, like you said, y'all had like your own country swing, you had your own swing to it. Like you wasn't rapping like nobody from New York or up top. Yeah. So when you came out, it just it just struck with us, and I, I I've been fucking with it since day one. Appreciate it. Even if I was three. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to him since I was three. Three and a half. Nah, you looking like for you, man. Where you want to take it to next? Nah, but you know the culture just turned fifty, so right. I'm in the same bag with you. Right. With legends that you know what I mean I've been around. Right. Yeah. Like when Grandmaster Cass and all them niggas was doing what they was doing, yeah. I was a baby too. Right. Like a lot of them niggas was doing shit before I was born. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. once you fall in love with this shit, you do your research, you backtrack, and, and shit that's like legendary never die. Right. Yeah. But look back on that shit whenever you're ready, this shit still gonna be effective to this day. You know what I mean? Big Daddy Kane and Rock Kim and G rapping, all of them niggas that I looked up to that inspired me to want to do this shit. Niggas was doing that shit when I was a baby. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even my mom and my dad both rapped before I was born. Dang. So this shit was around before I even came into the world. Hold on, your parents rap, both of them? Yeah. Together or just like separate and then they? Both, like, you know. There was a group? <laughs> Nah, <laughs> okay. I, I think I think my dad was like really rapping and going hard, but because he was like rapping and going so hard, and my mom was a fan of hip hop, she just started gotcha. putting together her own bars. Right. Damn. But she ain't like 
go as hard or take it as serious or want okay, to be famous okay, like okay. him. Yeah, like yeah. he was the main one that's like really. So how would you say your style of rap? Cause you you got the metaphors, the punchline. How would you say what's your style of rap? Bars. Strictly bars. Yeah. That's my style. Yeah. That's the main thing I focus on. Like I've been doing this so long, I could do anything. Like I could rock, rap to any beat per minute. Like that'd be difficult for certain rappers. They might be dope on one beat per minute, but they can't do them all. Right. Like I could rap on any beat per minute, on any topic, about anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? But what I feel as though is most important is when I do rap about anything, it gotta have some type of bars in it. Right. It gotta have some figurative language, some creative in it. Something I'm saying that everybody in the room don't feel like they could have thought of. Mm -hmm. That's my main thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I give a fuck the most about. Music came later. I told you I ain't had no beats, no demo tape. Mm -hmm. I ain't get a deal with no demo. I ain't had no music yet. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't connected to no producer. I wasn't connected to no music. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to make that yet. It's just... About my bars. Like, it's about me. Right. So that's most important. I'm going to always put that first. Everything else that I learned is just accessories to help me, you know what I mean, get to my final destination. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, like, say, for instance, something happened with technology or electric is out and niggas can't even pull up no more beats. Or producers, all the producers in the world, just like, I, I ain't making beats no more. Right. And there's no more hot beats. That mean, as, as a rapper, you just like, well, I can't rap no more because it ain't no more hot beats. Or you oh, just no, gonna you keep rapping rap. off the same instrumental from back in the day that's already out. You just gonna keep remaking right. songs to them same beats? Or what? Who was some of the Me, artists that you I don't know? give a fuck. Right. Even if niggas stop making beats, that's why I start producing because I can make my own beats right. or I could just rap, bro. I don't oh. need no beats. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I was asking you this. Who are some of the artists that you were around that you feel like made you better as an artist? Um, that I was around personally. Yeah. Um, um, all, all of the legends that I ran into was making me better even before I met them. You know what I'm saying? But when I met them and I got a chance to be around them, like early in my career, I was in the studio with the GOAT, LL. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, a baby, I don't even got no album out, no single out yet. I just like fucking the mixtapes up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going crazy, but I ain't even really that established yet. He's uh, ready to go, you know what I mean? And I'm in the studio vibing with him, you know what I mean? And the way that that shit made me feel after looking up to this nigga before I even thought I wanted to be a rapper. Right. And being in the studio with that nigga, and he really fucking with you and the shit that I'm saying taking heed and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not looking at me like I'm some, like he looking down on me, right. like he respect me for bars. So, and I mean, I've been in the studio and did records with Nas, another nigga that I looked up to before I even got on, like, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. yeah. And these niggas respect me, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we in there smoking, we vibing, we coming up with shit. Right. And the records is out. It's not like, it's like something niggas, niggas could pull it up right now. Yeah, right. Cassidy featuring Nas and, and then go Nas featuring Cass because I'm on his yeah. records too. Mm-hmm. Like we done worked on shit. I done worked with the niggas that I looked up to. 
been in the studio with Jay-Z when I battled Freeway. You know what I mean? He cleared that for me to use his vocals on I'm a Hustler. You mm. know what I mean? A nigga I looked up to doing that. Mm. You know what I mean? I've been in DMX house, did the BET cypher with him. That's like a legend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas I looked up to. Niggas like Fat Joe, Noriega, niggas mm. that was already selling records and doing their thing was calling me to the studio to jump on records Why Clef when I first mm. got down. Putting me on records with Patti LaBelle and Wild Clef. Mm. It's like big records. The first video that I had out before my single was Big Business. And it was me, Ryan Osley, Puff Daddy, Snoop Dogg, Jada Kiss, Baby, and me. Yeah. And Snoop, um, yeah. Swiss Beats produced it. So it's like a beat produced by Swiss with Snoop, Baby, Jada Kiss, Ryan Osley, Puff, all of these big name people on the record. And then me. Right. I ain't have nothing, no. No records, I ain't have no plaques, I ain't do nothing yet. Right. So to be in them type of positions, and you know what I'm saying, and niggas respect you and then you execute, that's what motivated me. Mm. And like you even said, the ball with the dog house. So like out of all of the people that was on that song, niggas still remember my shit. It's not like I was on a chorus, that was a verse, but niggas yeah. remember it like it was a hook. Mm-hmm. I got a large house, a dog. Yeah. And that was the first single, even before Hotel. Right, mm. right. You know what I'm saying? So it's dope. That shit great. You got an amazing story, man. Yes, you do. Sure. Amazing story. Yeah, do audio play. <clears throat> That'd be dope. That's a goddamn movie you going around go. goddamn Philly go battling. That's a fucking movie. <laughs> Got a story. How that nigga just went and ripped everybody, goddamn. Yeah, and created a real organic buzz, man. Before had the buzz off the radio, niggas didn't know his face. Y'all gonna know me in real life. Yes, sir. Nigga love to take over the city story. Especially you gonna do any more uh, battles? Yeah, um, I had a battle set up with the uh, URL. We were supposed to be me and Freeway was supposed to battle again. Word. Word. Let's go. That's gonna go crazy. That's gonna no, be goddamn quadruple platinum. Nah. That's gonna be okay. diamond platinum. It ain't, it ain't happening though. Well, nah. be diamond platinum. I don't think it's gonna go down. Okay. It's, like, um, it's been a long period of time we was been supposed to do it. You know what I mean? Something on the business side with them. You know what yeah. I mean? I've been ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Let niggas right. hear my rounds and all that. Right, like, right, battle right. rap niggas. I was like in the best shape of my life. I'm ready to go crazy on right. free. But they couldn't execute, they couldn't pay me the rest of the money, so we're not gonna have no battle without the rest of the money. Right. Of course not. Yeah. But if you if they walk in here and bring the rest of the money, put it on the table, or show me the cash app, or show me some shit like right. the money there, right. then we could do the battle tonight, tomorrow. Mm. Still with the same rounds, or you gonna write some Let's more? Let's go. Nah, it's like a time pass, so I'm gonna I'm always write some more. Right. I, mean, right. I always write to the last minute. You know? Man, we never okay. really got your reaction to the actual footage of the first battle coming out, man. And people, you know, that shit did crazy numbers online. What was your reaction to it when it got out and the people finally saw it? And people were coming up, you were like, yo, why you doing like that? Um, like when it first came, when, when it came out online, yeah. that was like years and yeah, years yeah, yeah. <clears throat> after it was already out. You know what I mean? Even people in my city had the VHS tape, so people been watching it and right. seeing it for years right. and talking about it. And a lot of industry niggas 
that I had relationships with was able to see it. So niggas been talking about it, so it wasn't like, you know what I mean? I was like going crazy when it got to the internet because I was already yeah, old. Man, yeah, yeah, I've been posting her this right. year. Yeah, it was like kind of old. Somebody just now posting this? Yeah, you been <laughs> but I was happy it. about yeah. the technology, like letting a bunch of people be able to see shit like that. Because it reinvented, mm-hmm. it reinvented certain situations. Sure. Nah, it's just that look, that's one of them hip hop moments, man. If it's footage from, like you said, 50 years, right. that's a motherfucking moment. It's you know what I mean? Moment. Like, that's a motherfucking, like, yeah. motherfuckers talked about that, like, that. Yeah, man, that whole little mixtape era, like that birth of just that's trying the first to get time shit. Jay-Z got the hammy, me, man. Right. Like, I looked up to that man, I'm listening to this nigga music all the time. Right. And that freeway battle was the first time he got the hammy. Like, you know what I mean? You so Swiss already hard. know how I get busy. I'm already connected to him. Right. He already repping, telling Jay-Z that I'm the best. Jay-Z don't believe it, so this is my first time I could let him hear me. Right. You know what I mean? They heard it, but they got to see it. So it's dope. Like, Shit. I mean, to get around the goats, the niggas that inspired me, that I took bits and pieces from and right. put it in my pot to make my own stew. Right. Yeah. All of them dudes that respect you, I've been around them, hung with them. Like, you know what I mean? And they all had good shit to say about me. So that's dope. Good shit, my boy. You the motherfucking gizzo. Come on, man. No cap, no collar capping. What kind of advice you giving to the up and coming, man? You know, like you said, you had, you, you well known, not just in the music industry, but especially in the Philly area where the rap. Every week, it's like every week somebody out of Philly going viral for, for like going somewhere and spinning a crazy too. ass freestyle. And it seemed like damn near everybody in Philly can rap good in the motherfucker. It right. seemed like, cause like it's so many niggas just dropping shit out of there every week. You see some shit on a bootleg cab or nigga popped up at one of the radio stations and went crazy on the on freestyle. So hey. what kind of advice are you giving these guys to, you know, what type of shit to avoid and all that? Um. The best advice I could give you is believe in yourself more than anybody else. Stay dedicated and work hard. It ain't over till it's over. Always keep it moving. Set your own destination. Keep going towards it. Right, right. You're a hustler, you're a hustler. Don't worry about how long the destination is or start think about how long it's going to take to get there. Best thing to do is just take the first step and then just start stepping towards it. You step. Yeah. That's the best advice. That's real stuff. I mean, I can't wait, man. Looking forward to it. So anybody watching, got some movie scenes open? Fucking me audition. Can I get my butt in the movie right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we can do this shit all night. No cap. Nah, I like doing movies, though. You do? And I ain't tell myself I wanted to be an actor in the fourth grade. So I don't care as much as about the science. It's more right. fun. Right. But I got advantages because I do rap. So memorizing scripts and lines and then flipping it around, adding my own shit or rewriting the scene to make it doper is easy for me to do because that's right. all I do all the time is write. Right. So I, I'm definitely wanting to do more shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, well, what's your social media so they can link up with you and, and hit you and let you know they fuck with the episode and all that? 
Um, Cassidy underscore larceny, man. Cassidy underscore larceny. Shitliddy at Gmail for business. S-H-I-T-L-I-T-T-Y at Gmail. We need the name of that new project. Too. Bars? Yeah, Bars, Bars is, is back. back. Yeah. Bars is back. When is it? You got a date? Yeah, I'm about to be on it. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> that's why, when that's why I ain't put the date out yet, because I'm okay. waiting for him to do it. You got to get your I'm going to do it tomorrow. Oh, let's go. Let's you go. On there? Bars is back, nigga. Let's yeah. right. Hit me if you need some bars. I know, no cap. Got bars. Let's go, No cap. Bars is back, yeah. nigga. I'm on Cassidy album, nigga. You yeah, bullshit. Come up. <laughs> no cap. Yeah, no hat. No hat. <laughs> no brim. <laughs> well, Cass, look, bro, I know this your first time stopping through here. Y'all. Right. Don't let it be the last. Come you on, know exactly oh, really. Matter of fact, when the album drop, you gotta come back. Cause we gotta promote it. <laughs> nah, for sure. Yeah. No, real shit. I'm and you gotta kick one off with Bando. I'm definitely gonna come back because y'all niggas put niggas in a good mood, man. Oh, yeah. Laughing, yeah. having a good time, not so serious. Not like y'all got our terrier mood of just having fun, man. Nah, Shit, let I fuck with y'all, man. I'll be back. Yeah, because we ain't journalists. We just comedians. No, nah, but, but you got to come back. Nah, I know. <laughs> you got to come back and do the 85 with the band. Right, you be sure. down to do that? Yeah, for sure. Let's man, have it up. Man, give us about two songs. Yeah, we ain't like having too much. Man, about two. Yeah. Put that though. Maybe two, oh, three, depending on how you feel. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 A hook, bird hook. Yeah. Bird hook, bird Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta do your part too. Yeah, I'm gonna do that one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. That's hook, bird, hook. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. I knew I said it for a reason. Yeah, no cap. Well, shit, man. We just gonna keep having the ghetto legends stop through here and fuck with us over here on the 85 South Show, bruh. None other than Cassidy. No cap. 85 South Show. Let's be out of here. Thanks for having me. Let's take a photograph, bruh. For the motherfucking hall of shit, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No hat. No hat. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 